Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Eight seconds. Seven, six, five, four, Three, two, one. We have ignition and liftoff. Hello, space cadets. Welcome back to the Space News Podcast. My name is Will, and this is episode 100. We're going to be talking about Project Orion, which is a nuclear bomb and a rocket all in one. But before we get started, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting this podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for leaving reviews on iTunes. The more positive reviews we get on iTunes, the better off we are, the more people we can get to listen to this pod and the more popular it becomes and the more of these things that I can do every single day. So if you can, just for a second, leave a review on iTunes and, um, you know, go follow us on um, any sort of social media at Space News Pod and go to our website, spacenewspodcast.com. So let's get back to this giant um, nuclear bomb on a rocket, basically. Um, Basically, what rockets are, they are controlled bombs. And Project Orion was one of the rockets that was uh, in the forefront of using nuclear bombs to power what could become an interstellar spaceship. Well, at least a spaceship that would be able to go fast and reliable around our solar system. And it would do it just the way we do normal rockets. You put the explosive at the bottom of the rocket away from the payload, which would be people and supplies. And then you boom a lot of nuclear bombs on the way to wherever you're going to go, whether it be around Saturn or whether it be to Alpha Centauri, wherever you're wherever you want to take this thing. But it comes with a few drawbacks. It's nuclear bombs. So if something were to happen to it on launch, it would be devastating to everything around it. Something like the Saturn V rocket, which sent humans to the moon for Project Apollo between 1968 and 1972. If that thing exploded when it was fully fueled, it would have created a destruction event equivalent to the detonation of a small nuclear bomb. But there wouldn't be any radiation. Now, Project Orion, there'd be a lot of radiation because there's a lot of bomb stuff going on there. And not just bomb stuff, but nuclear bomb stuff. Nuclear radiation would happen if this thing exploded on the ground or in the atmosphere. And an example of a rocket exploding of that magnitude, of the Saturn V magnitude, is the Soviet Union's N1 rocket, which absolutely devastated and vaporized its launch site. 
and it heavily cratered another launch pad with debris about half of a mile away. So if this Project Orion spacecraft blew up on the ground, it would be absolutely catastrophic. So Project Orion, it was a vessel that would carry a supply of hydrogen bombs to be ejected out of the stern of the spaceship, one at a time. The bomb would then be detonated seconds after that, and the resulting plasma would encounter a large, thick, shock-absorbing pusher plate attached to the end of the spaceship. And that would push the rocket forward, push the ship forward to wherever its destination is. And each new bomb that was detonated behind the spacecraft would push the vessel further and further and faster and faster, which would allow Orion to reach just about anywhere in our solar system in about a year. And Alpha Centauri, it would take about a century under one mission scenario. And this thing never worked out. You know, this isn't a real thing. Uh, it was worked on under a contract with the United States Air Force at the General Atomics Company from 1958 to 1965. And Project Models for Orion mashed and exceeded the grand space dreams of the era due to its novel model of propulsion. So everyone was using nuclear for everything. Ford Motor Company, at around the same time, they had a car that was going to use one nuclear rod to propel it for X amount of miles, and then you just replace the rod. No gas, nothing like that, just a nuclear rod. It never happened, though. It's too dangerous. Nobody wants to drive in a nuclear-powered car. That sounds crazy. You'd get radiated. You'd probably get some sort of cancer from it. You'd get sick. And nobody wants that by just driving around their Ford car. So they never made them. And they wanted to make this thing super huge, right? Um, one of the studies, one of the team members, Freeman J. Dyson, who was a part of the Institute for Advanced Study in Princeton, New Jersey, thought the ship could have a total mass of 400,000 metric tons, which is 881,849,000 uh, pounds, which three quarters of that would consist of 300,000 one megaton H-bombs weighing 2,205 pounds each. And the rest of the weight would be payload, and it would be ship structure, and it would also be the shield that would um, shield the ship from the nuclear blast. And also, you know, like the crew would be at the front of that as well. And this thing wasn't just on the drawing board. They had a team work on a scale model, which was seven feet tall. And they called it Hot Rod. And it was launched in 1959 at Point Loma, California. And Hot Rod survived five successive explosions that struck the pusher plate behind the rocket. And it made it go faster and higher with each detonation. So they had a working model. They had a seven foot tall working model that they thought could be built into something that would be a spacefaring ship that could bring humans around the solar system. Maybe send them to, um, you know, Alpha Centauri or something. But due to politics and due to public fears that this thing could blow up, I never got off the ground. You know, they they stopped it. They stopped it dead in its tracks. It never flew. The little model flew, but the big boy never flew. And in 1963, 
the partial nuclear test ban treaty was signed and there was no more nuclear testing of devices of any kind anywhere but underground. So two years later, the United States Air Force canceled the project's budget. Orion was dead. Orion was dead in the water due to budgeting, due to treaties, due to politics. So now you and me, we have no interstellar travel. We have no fast travel in our solar system due to these treaties. And, you know, you got to think about it. Do you really want nuclear bombs? 300,000 nuclear bombs blowing up behind the spacecraft and 300,000 H-bombs in this cargo, in the cargo hold of this thing? What if one of them blew up on launch? It would ignite the rest of them. 300,000 of those things? There's no way. Absolutely no way that is safe. But, 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 China. China may be able to pick this up. They, uh, they have a lot of area, remote regions where they could test this. And they're not part of that treaty. And they also want to start spending more money on science and technology. Major, major goals. They want to set these things. I mean, they just launched a, uh, a plant to the dark side of the moon. A plant. It lived. Cotton grew on the dark side of the moon. There's a podcast about that a little bit earlier, so search that out. But that's the kind of thing they want to do. They want to innovate and do cool things. So if they have big dreams and they want to do big things, Project Orion might be a thing for them. But 300,000 bombs, that is absolutely insane. Maybe they can make it with a few less bombs. Maybe, um, I don't know, 10. Let's try 10. <laughs> that may work. But 300,000, uh, that could destroy a country. And the cool thing about it, it's absolutely doable with today's technology. All of this technology exists. Everything is there to be used. And it is possible to make this giant, crazy H-bomb powered spacecraft. So uh, maybe it's a good idea. I'm still uh, still on the fence with this one. I think it'll be really cool to go to Alpha Centauri and to send people into space to, uh, you know, to travel around and to explore things. But man, at what cost? You have to think of that. What's the cost of this? And if it's a lot of human lives, um, then it's not worth it. Um, but sometimes things are hard. Spaceships are difficult. Space travel is difficult. And it's super dangerous. A lot of this stuff could possibly be made in orbit. It could be made in space, so it's not as dangerous. The bombs, they're going to have to be launched from the Earth, though. So that's Project Orion. It was a crazy project from days gone by, years gone by, decades gone by. That seems pretty cool. Good idea. Um, but it's nuclear. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully China can pick it up. Um, also, I want to say thank you. This is episode number 100. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this journey that I'm on right now. And I'm going to continue to do these to 200, 300, as many as I can do. So thank you for listening. Um, and for the Space News Podcast, my name is Will. Go check us out at spacenewspodcast.com. And also on social media at Space News Pod. I will see you soon, Space Cadets. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. You know what's wrong with health and fitness? 
You weaponize it against yourself. Why didn't you go to the gym today? You're so lazy. Ah, why did you eat that? You have no self-control. Stop it. At Beachbody, we think training and caring for your body in a way that works best for you should be about loving yourself. Let us help you without all the judgment. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 